How attached are you? There are many ways in which we humans contribute to our own suffering. Attaching to a particular outcome or perspective is certainly one of them. Welcome, this is Izzy, and today we're going to explore the idea of impermanence and non-attachment. It was the second week of March here in the Northeast after a very cold and icy winter. Not a day in the last three months went by when I didn't have to wear a heavy coat, mittens, hat, and spikes attached to my boots in order to walk outside. And finally, last week the snow and ice had melted, and for the first time this year, I was able to shed the layers and the spikes. The earth was thawing, the birds, oh, how they chirped, welcoming the relief of sub-zero degree weather and happily looking for friends who perhaps they hadn't seen in a few months. That smell of spring and the vision of tulips peeking up through the ground put a spring in my step. Not 24 hours later, on that same walk, on the same path, Mother Nature had other plans. A complete whiteout. Another snowstorm dumping six inches of snow covering the earth, trees, and rooftops. And here come those snow plows once again. Now the very next day, started with overcast skies. But within a couple of hours, the clouds disappeared and the sun shined brightly, warming the earth and melting the new fallen snow once again, making way for the birds to come out and play. Ah, oh, it was just a temporary setback. No, wait, not again. I just looked at the forecast. Another blizzard is on its way. <laughs> can't be. Another foot of snow is predicted. Hmm. Welcome to the Northeast. Another lesson in impermanence and non-attachment. Impermanence and non-attachment. For those who love control or feel most comfortable with predictability, Mother Nature can be one of our greatest teachers. She sure knows how to make life uncomfortable and to teach us these very sacred life lessons. And isn't this life? Nothing is permanent, neither suffering nor joy. And the more we get attached to a certain state, the more difficult the change can be. I've learned that this is not how to walk around the fire, but most importantly, how to walk right through it. That no matter how beautiful the world is out there or challenging it feels, the state of equanimity invites a mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in difficult situations. And the condition of the world today certainly has provided us room to practice. This does not mean that we stick our head in the sand and ignore the realities of life. The practice of accepting impermanence simply reminds us to detach from the outcome. Things come and go. Good weather and bad weather. Security and vulnerability. Abundance and scarcity. Suffering and joy. And peace and war. Many times both can exist in the same moment. Is your attachment to a particular outcome or circumstance keeping you suffering? 
Is the suffering you're feeling negatively impacting the quality of your life or other experiences? And what could happen if today you could trust that things are exactly as they need to be in this moment? What possibilities could exist if you could release your judgment and the need to know or control the outcome? And what possibilities could exist if you accepted impermanence? Love and light, my friends. 